You are about to listen to Proclamation Station with your hosts, Reverend Lewis and Reverend April Jenkins. They present the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth about the glorious gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through Holy Spirit-led teaching and preaching. 1 Corinthians 9.16 proclaims, For when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast since I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Open or turn your Bibles on and get ready to study to show thyself approved with Proclamation Station. Good morning, class. We are very, very excited to continue our coverage this morning of the seven last words or sayings of Jesus from the cross. Uh, we pray that all is well with each of you, and we're just blessed to be with you this morning. Amen. We invite you to listen and take some notes. We will present the text and scripture of the seven last sayings. Then this morning, uh, we're going to bring a word for you on the third and fourth saying of Jesus on the cross. So for the next several weeks, we will concentrate on those words. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to see a brand new day. Yes, Lord. And Father, we just thank you for bringing us together once again as a class. Thank you. Father, Lord, to look into your word, Father God. We just thank you so much for sending us your, your darling son, Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you to die on the cross for our sins, yes, that our Lord. sins might be forgiven and we Thank might have you. the right to eternal life. Because, Father, if Jesus had not given his life my, for my. us, yes, where would we be? Mm. Oh, Father, we just give you all the praise, all the praise and all the Lord. glory yes, and all yes. the honor. And we ask you to be with us now, Father, as we look into... The seven last sayings of your darling son, Jesus, yes, on the Lord. cross. We love you and we give you the praise. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Son. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, class, the first word, the first saying from the cross is found in Luke 23, 34. Jesus said, Father, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The second word is Luke chapter 23, verse 43. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. And a third word class is found at June at John nineteen twenty six through twenty seven, and it says when Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, "Woman, here is your son." And to the disciple, "Here is your mother." And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. And the fourth word, coming from Matthew chapter 27, verse 46. 
About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Amen. And the fifth word is John 19, 28. And it says, later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. Word number six comes from John chapter 19, verse 30. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And the last word, the seventh word is found in Luke 23, 46. And it says, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And we had, when he had said this, he breathed his last. And now we're going to be blessed class this morning with Reverend April's sermon on the third word. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Amen. Our scripture text, which is found at John chapter 19, verses 25 through 27, and I will read it at this time, reads, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, hmm. and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Yeah. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her into his own home. Amen. So our scripture text tells us that Mary, Salome, Mary Magdalene, and John were standing there at the cross. And we can only imagine how it was to be so close to the cross on that day when it seemed that the whole of God's creation shook hmm. so close to the cross that not only could you clearly see him, but close enough to also hear him above all the yelling of those who hated him. Mama. Some of us face earth-shattering, shaking situations, but no matter how hard the test that we face, God will take care of his children. Thank you, Lord. 
So I want to speak for just a few minutes this morning on the subject, God will hmm. take care of you. There is an old hymn that I have loved to sing from my youth that said, Be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will take care of you. And it goes on to say, God will take care of you through every day or all the way. He will take care of you. God hmm. will take care of you. Yes, he will. And my brothers and my sisters, we go through a lot. But no matter what we go through, the Lord is always right there with us as we go through. Thank you. And he won't put more on us than we can bear. Amen. And he prepares us for what lies ahead. If we will only trust the Lord. Hmm. This word, this third word is so powerful. Because it describes the scene. When Jesus took care of his final earthly responsibility. Yes, Lord. Providing for his mother to be comforted and cared for. After he was crucified and on his way back to heaven. Yes. And in the process, leaving a tender assignment for John, the disciple, he loved to take care of Mary, his beloved mother, as he died on the cross of Calvary. This word is so powerful because as we come to the presence of the Lord to illuminate for us the full meaning of this word, we can see at least three powerful meanings or messages. Number one, Mary was silent hmm. because she knew who Jesus was. Amen. How do we know Mary knew? First, the angel told her he was the son of God before he was even conceived in her womb. Thank you. Thank you. Second, she got to watch Jesus perform miracles during his life on earth. Yeah. Third, he was her savior too. Hmm. And she had faith that he would be resurrected and come back again, just like we know he will come back again for his church. Amen. That Mary was unusually silent. It's plain to see as we stop to consider that at John, the second chapter, at the wedding at Cana, Mary spoke up publicly yes, about Jesus' ability to work miracles. But here in John 19, Mary did not say a mumbling word about Jesus, not even asking the people, the soldiers, the Romans, the Jews, not asking anyone to take him down, not saying he made a mistake or anything she could have said to get him down. Remember how Jesus's family had tried once before mm. when his family who really did not believe in Jesus at the time they tried it, tried to force him to avoid what the family seemed to be clear and overwhelming danger. In Mark, the third chapter, verse 21, his family had said he was out of his mind mm. to try to force him to slow down and take care of himself. You know how it is. People who watched you grow up have a hard time accepting you have changed. Yes. 
and Mark the sixth chapter, the fourth verse, and also Matthew the thirteenth chapter and the fifty fifty fifth verse says, "A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country mm. and among his own relatives." Point number two: God will take care of you. Thank you. If God takes away one comfort from us, my brothers and my sisters, he surely will give us another in its place. Hmm. No one can really substitute for Jesus. Although the people at the cross whom Jesus loved were in extreme pain, Jesus took care of them and soothed their pain. Jesus himself felt the pain of having the nails hammered through his feet and hands, mm. pain from the people mocking him whom he was dying to set free. Bye-bye. His mother Mary felt the pain from seeing her precious innocent son hanging on the cross, taking his last breaths, last breaths, knowing he would not come down from the cross no matter what. Mm. Salome felt the pain of regret from the shame of prideful and selfish prayers as she asked, for her two sons hmm. to sit on Jesus' right and left in glory. Mary Magdalene felt pain as she watched her Redeemer, the one who drove the seven demons out of her, hmm. the one who set her free, slowly dying in front of her as she watched helplessly. And John felt pain as he saw his Lord and his best friend dying in front of him. Knowing the other disciples had scattered when Jesus needed them most. Hmm. Knowing Jesus had opened his home to them for them to live where he lived. And knowing that Jesus taught them about how to care for others and spread the gospel. And make disciples to become fishers of men. And even with all that pain, Jesus looked at Mary and John and spoke to them through all that pain and took care of their deepest needs. He knew he could trust John to take Mary into his family and home and to care for her properly as Jesus had done for John and the other disciples. After all the other disciples scattered hmm. and his own family were not there and did not believe at that point in time that he was the son of God. Point number three, at the foot of the cross, when Jesus was crucified, a new family was formed yes, and emerged at that very moment. Yes. Aren't you glad about it? It is mind-blowing and beyond human design that here we are today, a family, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because Jesus went all the way to the cross, stayed on the cross, and would not come down. And out of all of his sacrifice, a new, wonderful, glorious, never-before-imagined family, not connected by human DNA, but birthed by the blood of Jesus Christ. At the cross, we believers, we Christians, all became brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Think about it. The people we would naturally assume would be there weren't there. Where was Joseph? 
Where were Jesus' brothers and sisters that he grew up with? The family and friends with Jesus at the cross were part of his new family. When I was a child, finally, my brothers and sisters, I always thought Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 through 50 was so harsh when Jesus was told that his mother and brothers were outside and wanted to speak with him. But Jesus answered, who is my mother Hmm. and who are my brethren? This third word we see, Jesus has arranged a new family of whosoever does the will of his father in heaven. Jesus loves you and he will take care of you. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. God God bless you. you. Thank you for that word. And now as we move on to the fourth word, let me ask you, class, have you ever been alone in a terrible situation? More to the point, have you ever felt like God was not with you, that that somehow he uh, was not listening to you, not helping you? You know, I'm from that generation. Uh, I remember how mama or daddy dispensed punishment for something that I should not have done. And I know that I am not alone. Uh, Now, my parents loved me. I never doubted that they loved me. But when that belt or whatever they may have used was singing through the air, you know, at that moment, I I couldn't feel the love that they had because it was deeply hidden in the pain of the punishment that I was receiving. The fourth word of Jesus on the cross found in Matthew 22, 46 tells us that Jesus cried out in anguish, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Although we may sometimes feel like God has also forsaken us, it can never happen uh, Psalms 10.1 says, Why, Lord, do you stand afar off? Mm. Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? But the Bible also says in Matthew 5 and 45, it says he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So rest assured class that because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, you have never been and will Mm. never be alone, not in this life. Deuteronomy 3.16 says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified Mm. because of them. For the Lord, your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You can only be forsaken if you die in your sins without accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So we who are saved can never say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus on the cross is the only one who could ever say that. My God, my God, not my father this time, but my God, why have you forsaken me? 
Why have you left me alone? Why have you deserted me? These same words can be found in the Old Testament at Psalms 22 in the first verse, which reads, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? Jesus was sentenced to death, but it was supposed to be us, supposed to be you and me. We are supposed to be the ones suffering. Mm. Jesus suffered for our sins, each sin, every sin. Our sins that hurt others, Mm. our sins that hurt us, and all of those sins hurt God. The wages of, or the payment of sin is death. And the closer you get to God, the more you will understand that. Hmm. He took my place. He took your place in the place of all sinners. He was nailed to a cross, suffering from the pain of the beatings, the nails, and the pain of the cross. Hmm. You know, in order to get temporary relief from the pain of crucifixion, Hmm. you have to painfully push your body up with your nailed feet. It is an excruciating, painful, slow death. However, Jesus suffered from so much more than the pain on the cross. He suffered under the divine wrath of a holy God for the sin of the world. Psalms 90, 11 says, if only we knew the power of your anger, your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. We can't begin to imagine all of the pain that Jesus suffered for us, for all of the sins of mankind, all of the idolatry, murders, adultery, rapes, child and spousal abuse, lies, thefts, immoral sex, and sins of all types. The age, the ages of end today, sins of all time, the suffering of Jesus had to balance the scale. That is a lot of suffering. Isaiah 53 and 5 reads, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds, we are healed. So he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some say that Jesus was not asking that question. He was just fulfilling scripture and teaching from the cross that he was indeed the Messiah that was foretold in Psalms 22.1. Some say that he asked this question because God left him and he was only a man, not God, while he suffered. Still others say that God never left him. God never left Jesus, but because of our sin, the sin of all mankind, all of God's wrath and anger was poured out on Jesus on the cross, and Jesus could not feel his God through his God's wrath. There are many questions, class, that will not be answered until we get to glory. Understanding God is like striving to reach the horizon. No matter how far you go, it's always a far off. But until then, until we get the glory, 
It is enough to know that John yes. 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not Jesus. perish, but have eternal life. Mm. And also Hebrews 9.28 declares and it promises. So Christ was sacrificed once to take mm. away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, yes. not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting Thank for you. him. Aren't you waiting Thank for him, class? God. Aren't you thankful Thank you, that he didn't come down? Thank you, Lord. My God, my God, why Jesus. have you forsaken me? Because of you, class. Because of me. Because of all Jesus. of us. And we just thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. Thank you. Jesus. Amen. He's a mighty God. Amen. And we're so glad to have mighty brought this God. word. Amen. Amen. To you. Amen. Jesus Amen. showed love for his mother. And like yes, you said, he, it, it, he, he, he declared a new family. Yes, he did. And we are part thank you, Lord. of that family. Praise Amen. The Lord. We ought to be Praise glad. We ought to be glad. Amen. 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 That we're so part. Glad. Of Amen. a family. He, he said, Mother, behold your son, and son, son behold your mother. And then he said, My God, Father, mm, why? Why have you, have you forsaken, forsaken me? me? Amen. And we know why. Hmm. We know part of the reason why. That's so true. But when we get to heaven and get to glory, oh, we'll man. understand we'll it better. We'll understand it. And we say, we'll By and by. You know, it, there's so much that we, you know, we read his word, Amen. but the more you read, the more you know you got to read. Amen. Then you have to read it over and it's just, and it, it gets revealed to you and the more, and when we get to he <coughs> heaven, God is just so deep Amen. that we'll be learning throughout eternity. Amen. Amen. It's a wonderful God. It's Amen. a wonderful opportunity to be with you, class. Yes, it is. Uh, we thank you for spending time with us. We will be with you amen. again next week. And next week we will, amen, be teaching and, and, and preaching on the fifth and sixth word. Amen. And if there's someone here under the sound of our voice this morning who has not chosen yes. the Lord as their uh, Savior and their Lord, we invite you today to accept him, yes. knowing that he died on the cross for your sins, but he didn't stay dead. Thank you, Lord. He defeated death and the grave and yes. is resurrected. Yes. Amen. And he's in his resurrected form in the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. God if you bless have accepted you. him and believe in him as a son of God, you are Saved. Amen. And let us Amen. pray. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to teach your people your word and your way. We ask you to bless each person under the sound of our voice and keep us all, dear Lord, until we come back to teach again next week. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Love me. God bless you. You have been listening to Proclamation Station with your hosts, Reverend Lewis and Reverend April Jenkins. You are invited to email them at proclaimstation at gmail.com and tell them how much you enjoy this program. Be sure to tell your family and friends and tune in next week at the same time. <laughs>